You're listening to the RSA Conference podcast, where the world talks security. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this edition of our RSAC 365 podcast series. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Casey Zirkus, Senior Content Manager with RSA Conference. And this month, we've been looking at people, process, and technology as our topic of focus. Today, we're continuing a conversation that people have been talking about since researchers at WIS discovered that 38 terabytes of data was accidentally exposed because of misconfiguration with an Azure SAS token. <clears throat> I'm joined by my guest, Ami Lutwak. CTO and co-founder at Wiz. And before I turn it over to Ami to introduce himself, I want to remind our listeners that here at RSAC, we host podcasts twice a month, and I encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review us on your preferred podcast app so that you can be notified when new tracks are posted. And now I'd like to ask Ami to take a moment to tell us about himself before we dive into today's topic. Ami, over to you. Hi, thank you so much for hosting me today. I'm Ami, the CTO of Wiz, uh, one of the co-founders. Uh, Wiz is, uh, has been running for uh, two years now as a cloud security company. And a lot of what we do is uh, do research on potential risks and exposure when working uh, in cloud in different kinds of use cases, like building an application, doing AI research. And, and that's how we also got to uh, the topic of the day. I love it. And Ami, I also write a weekly news roundup and the blog post that Wiz wrote on the disclosure was covered and and that's included in my news roundup this week as well. But in that blog, Wiz goes into detail of what happened. But can we just level set for our listeners and start with a basic overview of exactly what was discovered? Sure. So we, as researchers of cloud, continuously look for exposures in cloud, right? So where did people uh, accidentally expose sensitive data and what was the mistake? What was the core mistake? Now, what happened here was that AI researchers in Microsoft wanted to share an AI database. They opened a, a GitHub repository. It was basically an open source AI database. They explained how to use it. They provided an AI model and they provided a link you know, like you do a share with a link. Uh, so they basically they shared uh, the AI database with a link and they put it on GitHub. So anyone using and wanting to use their the data set they created could download it from there and use it. The problem was that they mistakenly created this link sharing not just the AI data set, but the entire storage account and this storage account was used for multiple things, including backups of their private computers in total 40 terabytes of data that is not related mm. at all to the AI uh, data set was actually exposed to anyone to download. Oh my goodness. And so this exposure has begged a lot of questions uh, since hitting the news. Do you think AI researchers are at a higher risk to make this kind of mistake? So since AI in general is not commonly understood yet by security teams, right? AI researchers uh, definitely are now facing risks because they're working in most cases without a lot of close inspection from the security teams that don't actually understand exactly what they do, 
right? So what's happening is that AI researchers share a lot of data. They share mm -hmm. AI models. That's how you build AI, right? You have to train the model with tons of data. So a key part of how you actually do AI research is collect a lot of data and sharing a lot of data. In this process of collecting data and sharing data, there is a lot of risks. You can accidentally collect sensitive data from within the organization, right? You are also sharing data outside of your organization. And that's also only one part of the AI pipeline, just the, the collection of data. And, and, and every part of the AI pipeline may introduce risks. So definitely, as we see more usage of AI, there is a risk that AI researchers, if we don't have the right security awareness, might mistakenly create also risks. Just to clarify from my own understanding, one of those potential risks could be that they're not in compliance with GDPR if they're accidentally exposing PII, right? Yeah, I mean, well, like, for example, what happened here, right? They, they were using Azure and they just wanted to share a link, right? So it was supposed to be share a link for the database. But because they used a, a service in Azure called the SAS tokens, and SAS tokens are, uh, it's a service that you are, it's very easy to make mistakes. And they made a mistake. They created a link to the entire account. Who knows what could have been in that storage account, right? I mean, we, don't, mm -hmm. we didn't even look across the 40 terabytes, right? You can even imagine um, uh, this was for three years, right? The link was created in 2020. How much data could have been potentially leaked? Personal data, PII data, customer data, maybe even Microsoft private uh, code, right? The risks of data sharing, we all know uh, data breaches are a major risk. Uh, as we actually share vast amounts of data, we have to be very careful. It's true for all of us. It's true, especially in AI, because data in AI is like the, you know, it's, it's the bread and butter. You can't start an right. AI project if you don't have data. Right. <laughs> So you mentioned the link had write permissions leading to a potential AI model takeover by an attacker. What does that mean and what is the risk there? So what's interesting here is that when we start thinking about risks of AI, right? The first is, of course, data sharing, as we saw here, right? You, you share data and you might share extensive data more than you wanted to share, right? But that's just one type of risk. The attacker in this scenario could have also written to the storage account. So that also exposes additional risks that we've never actually talked about as an industry before. For example, an attacker could have written to the database and changed the AI uh, data, right? But also we are sharing AI models. Now, why is that interesting? Because an AI model behind the scenes is actually code. It's code, like here, this specifically was a Python code. It's a specific format of Python. Now, it means that an, a, a, a sophisticated attacker could have made the AI model malicious. It's, a, it's sort of a creating a, a, a malware within the AI model, right? So think about it. the risk is not just in the data sharing. It's also I am now consuming models from multiple sources because that's what I do. I'm an AI researcher. What happens if one of the models I'm consuming is a malware? Right? So that's another type of risk, which is sort of a, a supply chain risk in AI. AI models, no one actually talked about it until today, that the AI model could be malicious, right? That's another type of risk. So we keep finding out, and that's the beauty of security research, as we work closely with AI researchers, 
basically also figuring out new risks that we have to think about. Yeah, it's a little bit frightening that it's a learn-as-you-go <laughs> type of adventure. Um, so you're saying that the attackers could have changed the data as well, which yeah. in my mind means that the data could be purposefully polluted to skew the outcome. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, if you think about the potential risks in this flow, it's not just the data sharing it's not just the attacker could have changed the, the model. Yeah, they could have also changed the data itself, right? And that's a risk that we see across uh, AI researchers. They consume data from multiple sources. What if this data was affected, right? What if someone uh, actually changed the data to affect results? Um, again, this is another type of risk. And each of these come on in a different phase of the AI pipeline. One is related to the data sharing. One is the data collection. One is related to the training of the model. We tried in the blog to try to break down what we call the, the pipeline of AI and try to talk about the risks in it every phase. As the industry matures, we need to start thinking about security framework for an AI pipeline. Yeah, and I want to go back to the blog for a moment because it mentions, and I quote here, this case is an example of the new risks organizations face when starting to leverage the power of AI more broadly as more of their engineers now work with massive amounts of training data. As data scientists and engineers race to bring new AI solutions to production, the massive amounts of data they handle require additional security checks and safeguards. And I know you've yes. mentioned a few different um, this is a potential risk, this is a potential risk. What other new risks are there that organizations could face? So we're still in discovery phase. That's what's exciting, you know, like honestly for me as part of a security uh, research team, uh, for us, you know, we are in the forefront of understanding uh, risks in, uh, in cloud. It's exciting, but it's also something that we, as an industry, we need to remember that it's very important as we have new technologies we have to always think about the security risks. So in terms of AI, we are still all in discovery mode. We are working with AI teams and trying to see, okay, what would an attacker be able to do? How can we mitigate it, right? What we are seeing now, and that's what we started to do in terms of the framework that we're starting to build, is that every phase of the AI pipeline is introducing risks that we have to mitigate. So the first phase is the data collection. That's what we talked about. There's a risk of data sharing. There's a, a risk of a supply chain, right? There is also the second phase after you collect the data, which is the model itself, training the model. That's also a phase that you have risk because someone might influence your uh, uh, training data with, as we said, data poisoning. And also you might accidentally expose your model. Maybe your model is, is, is a key part of your IP, right? So when you share data, make sure they don't share very sensitive parts of your IP within your company. And then when we start building the system, right? So you have a model. Designing a, an AI system is highly complicated. There's not a lot of teams that know how to do it. And for sure, there's almost no security team that knows how to do security reviews for an AI system, right? So that also introduces a, a major challenge in the system design. How do we make sure that we didn't design it in a way that maybe you have access between different customers of the system. Maybe one customer can ask a question and get access to different customer uh, data, right? So the design phase is also a critical piece 
of how do we do security reviews for an AI system? How do we make sure there's no issue in actually the usage of the system? And we've seen in some of the latest breaches in AI, the last piece, which is the actual usage of the model. As you've seen, these are generative AI models. You can speak with them, right? You can ask them questions. Sometimes you can ask them a question that reveals sensitive data that you didn't intend to, to reveal at all. So that is also a risk. So we have four phases here, the data collection phase, the model training phase, the system design phase, and the runtime usage of the model. Each of them introduces new types of risk. And we are now at a phase as an industry that we are learning what does it mean and how should we work together in order to mitigate them. I love that because that's where I was going with my last question, right? Because it doesn't do anyone any good to just point out like, oh, this is a risk, right? We need to know, okay, so how yes. do we mitigate that risk? So, and I know we're still in the nascent stages and we're still learning. So right now, what are some action items, some ways that developers and engineers can mitigate some of this risk? I think that's the key question, right? Because talking about risks and exposure, it, it doesn't help you if you don't have a clear action item, a takeaway. So first of all, the risk is there, right? I mean, we are talking here about the blog, right? So the blog talked about the major breach that happened. It means the risk is there. This is not theoretical, right? We're not talking about a theoretical uh, risk um, um, in applications. We know that there is actual risk. And now the question is, okay, what do I need to do right now as, as a team? And, and my key recommendation is that you have great AI teams and you have great security teams, right? The number one recommendation is to make sure they're speaking to each other. I assure you, the security team knows about risks in cloud, in system design, right? Even if they're not AI experts, they don't need to be an AI expert to understand how are you sharing data? Who are the external parties that you're working with? How are you processing internal company data? Are you sharing that with other customers? How are you differentiating between different customers? So the security team knows what to ask, right? And the AI research team needs to know that it's important for them to work with the security team. I think it really all starts from collaboration. And I know it sounds very simple. Oh, they just need to talk, but it's not so simple. And that's a lot of what we've seen in, in ways in cloud security. A key gap in cloud security is that many times the engineers that work on cloud, they actually just want to work on cloud. They don't stop and actually ask the security teams questions around risks and what should they build, what, what is risky to build. So actually many times the collaboration between the teams is one of the reasons that we see afterwards breaches. So in AI, it's the same. My key recommendation is that AI engineers, uh, it doesn't have to be every day. It can be even uh, once a quarter sit down with their security team, explain what they do, talk about the processes, do a risk modeling exercise together with the security team and plan. That, that's really, you know, it's simple, but it's very, very effective. It's, you know, you say it's simple, but I've been having conversations with experts in this industry for more than eight years now. And that cross team collaboration theme has thread through nearly the past decade. And I'm sure even before I entered into the industry, um, yeah. 
communication across teams isn't always easy and it has to be prioritized. And I think it has to be prioritized from the top down, which is sort of why we focused on this theme of people, process and technology, because, you know, all three of those are the key pillars to a robust security strategy. So thank you so much for joining us, Ami. Before we wrap up, do you have any parting words of wisdom for our listeners? So I, I couldn't agree more. As you said, you know, many times we talk about technology, but it all starts from people and process and only then tools. So if there is one takeaway from this is that AI is, of course, important and welcome. Everything you do, it's important to have a collaboration with the security team, awareness of security risks. And of course, the idea is to enable the business, enable the AI research, but just do it securely together with the teams to avoid these kind of breaches uh, happening uh, within your systems. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you again. And thank you so much to your team for such a quick response and getting this podcast scheduled. Really appreciate it. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. To find products and solutions related to people, process, and technology, or even cloud security, we invite you to visit rsaconference.com forward slash marketplace. Here you'll find an entire ecosystem of cybersecurity vendors and service providers who can assist with your specific needs. Please keep the conversation going on your social channels using the hashtag R. RSAC, and be sure to visit rsaconference.com for new content posted year-round.